Greetings, fellow travelers, and welcome to the Tavern Hunter podcast. Today on the show, we have an extremely special guest, our first guest, actually. So joining us this evening is game composer Michael Elliott. Michael, how are you today? Good, Derek. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the podcast. So we're going to jump right in with perhaps the most basicest of questions. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background with music. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I don't have like a uh, any sort of real background with music. I never had lessons. Um, I never had, I had a teacher for violin in my early 20s. Um, that was for a couple of years. Um, but short of that, no lessons whatsoever. Um, but I remember um, I got started with recreating music. Some of Danny Elfman's stuff really inspired me um, uh, at recreating the music and then uh, transcribing it. So like arranging the music for myself, but nothing original um, until probably around the same time that I started playing violin. And that's when I started actually uh, writing music and creating my own. Um, very rudimentary at first. And I guess I took the long way around from not having a teacher, but <laughs> you know, I got there, I think, somewhat. So you said you started violin in your 20s. What, um, what, because, you know, typically people will start a little earlier in life. What preempted that decision to start, you know, because I know like I'm, I'm in my 30s and I'm like, I'm never going to learn anything new again ever. So, uh, so <laughs> what prompted you to start learning violin? You know, what? I have a point on that. I will definitely answer your question, but there's a guy at my work who is in his 60s who just started learning the piano and he's actually really good. That's cool. So <laughs> I don't believe it's ever too late. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that switch. So oddly enough, I, uh, I boxed before and uh, I feel like I just wanted something completely different. And uh, I always loved the sound of the violin. Plus, I think, I think Final Fantasy 15 had come around around that time. And the track Somnus that plays at that main menu, it's like unbelievably beautiful. So I wanted to, uh, that was one of the big pushers towards getting me playing the violin. That was yeah, that was kind of it. So I, I threw away the boxing gloves and, and picked up the violin. <laughs> I swear, in like one day, I had I had given away my boxing gloves and purchased the violin. So oh, that's that's very interesting. And yeah, <laughs> um, I like that your music career kind of came out of your your gaming habit, so to speak. So you mentioned oh, Final Fantasy. What are some of the other uh, game soundtracks that influenced you, either as a musician or as a composer? Oh. You know what the the biggest? I'm glad you asked this one. Um, the biggest uh, influence that I had, biggest inspiration that I had, was the Shadow of Colossus soundtrack. You played that, I imagine. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that that game. Cre- I never thought I could have an emotional experience with a game until I played that. So it's yes. still it's still today definitely top three all time games for me. Absolutely, and for me, it's number one. Um, I, I do feel that it's the greatest soundtrack. Period. I don't know if that's a popular opinion, but um, between the soundtrack and the game, just the way that the entire experience made you feel, um, that was one of the big pushes that got me into it as well. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know if you've heard the Octopath Traveler music. I've only played the demo, so I didn't play a, pay a whole lot of attention to the soundtrack, yeah. but I'm at least a little bit familiar. Okay, yeah, so that composer, yes, uh, Yasunori Nishiki, I think his name is, um, young guy, it was like his first ever solo soundtrack that he had done on his own, from what I understand. And uh, the music is just so incredible. All the themes are so um, like honest, they feel so legitimate. Um, 
And then I guess another big one for me would be the Skyrim soundtrack, uh, Jeremy Sewell. Pretty much anything from Jeremy Sewell, actually. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I, I found your work was through my perpetual hunt on YouTube and other sources for tavern music. And yeah. Um, so that's where I discovered Traveler's Respite, which is uh, just an, really an excellent song. It, I think it really captures the tavern vibe. Um, Thanks, and it sounds really good too. It sounds extremely professional. So what, what is your setup like? Do you play a lot of live instruments? Is it mostly synths or what is your, I guess it's a two-parter. What is your setup like? And then kind of what's your writing process like? Yeah. So my setup is super basic. Um, I do everything on keyboards cause that's my main instrument. My violin playing is, it's not even worth talking about, but it's enough to get my point across. So I rely on keyboards mostly. Um, so I have a PC that I work on. If I'm doing game jams and I'm uh, like on the road doing music, obviously I can't bring my PC, so I'll bring one of my laptops, which is what I'm on right now. Um, but yeah, a couple monitors. I've got the uh, Complete Control 61, which was a gift for Christmas time. And that thing is, uh, it's amazing. I love it. Um, and I've also got the Nord Piano 3, which is, um, you know, as far as keyboards go, it's, it's as good as it gets without having like an actual piano in front of you. Um, so, so that's sorry to interrupt, but for, for the un yeah. uninitiated among our listeners, including myself, what is the complete control? Is that like your input or is that a keyboard? What is that? Yeah, yeah. So that is a MIDI keyboard. Okay. Uh, basically, it plugs in and it makes no sound of its own, but um, I can control all the virtual instruments and synths and stuff. I can control all that through that keyboard. Very cool. Um, so like I said, it doesn't produce any sound of its own, whereas the Nord Piano 3, that does, um, that has all its own sounds. Um, so I'll use them as needed. And then I've also got an acoustic piano, but that's not actually in the studio, but I will say that's where 90% of all my ideas come from is, is from, uh, sitting at the acoustic piano and just hitting record on my phone when I start playing something nice. Um, yeah. And is that how Traveler's Respite came about? You're just kind of noodling on the piano and you found the tune or did you like set out to make an epic tavern song? Yeah. Um, that's exactly what I did. Uh, I set out to make that. Um, I don't know what the inspiration was in that exact moment. Maybe I was playing a little Skyrim or something like that. But I, uh, yeah, I remember I had a new VST and it was a, a nylon guitar. And I also have a nylon guitar. So I think I was plucking around a little bit. My playing was really bad. So I just loaded the instrument on my keyboard and started playing it like that. And, um, that's kind of how it came to be. It started with that nylon guitar that the, the track begins with, and it persists through uh, most of it until the, the second part where it picks up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so you said Skyrim was a bit of an inspiration. That makes a lot of sense. I'm actually kind of yeah. new to Skyrim myself, but I specifically started playing it uh, in part to experience the, the taverns. Uh, so I could, I could definitely see your song happening at, at one of these uh the taverns especially with the the ambience you created with like the crackling fire and all that kind of stuff yeah thank so, you yeah. yeah with the uh what's the the ragnar the, yeah i could hear that your song coming in after a rendition of ragnar the red um <laughs> yeah uh, so with regards to the ambient videos that goes with it what's kind of your your process uh for creating those videos that accompany your songs yeah um so it's pretty simple um a while back, I had an idea that I wanted to create like an entire soundscape um, where like just a story would be told simply through audio. 
And uh, although I never fully fleshed out that idea, I always liked the idea of having some sort of sound effect in behind the music. Um, so Traveler's Respite, like that, uh, that has the crackling fire. I have another one on my channel called Solitude that has a uh, like wind blowing. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how it, uh, that's kind of how it starts. And then I'll find, uh, or maybe even before that, I'll find artwork that I find really inspires me. So the, uh, the artwork that I originally wanted for Traveler's Respite was actually taken for another tavern video, which I, you probably have heard. <laughs> um, and that's the one that I wanted. Oh, sorry. What's, I was trying to go back in my brain and see kind of rattling through all the many uh, tavern videos I've seen, but there's probably too many. So, but I, but I'm sure I could spot it. Do you know what? I'll send it to you after we're done here and I know you'll recognize it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'll find artwork. um, I'll get sound effects. I'll get the music going. And then once all that's fleshed together, um, I use FL studio, which a lot of people will kind of laugh at, but I'm super used to it. And it's, it's what I prefer to use. Um, so I actually make my videos in FL Studio. That's where the effects and stuff come from. Uh, for titles, I'll punch the, um, I'll, pu- I'll punch that exported video over to DaVinci, and inside DaVinci, that's where I'll kind of I'll put in the titles and the fades and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, it's working. <laughs> Thank you. So you talked about some of your background with uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Final Fantasy, and some other RPGs. So whether from a game or uh, literature or, or movie or anything like that, what would be one of your favorite inns or taverns? Because I know, at least for me, that's um, part of the appeal of talking about and writing about the fantasy tavern and things like that. It's just the, 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 the cozy vibe and you know being able to go somewhere in your imagination Absolutely, uh so yeah. with that in mind what, what are some of your favorite inns or taverns uh from games or from other media that's a really tough question i don't know if i've ever kept track of the names <laughs> yeah um but you know skyrim i don't know how much you've played of it but skyrim has so many good inns and i honestly i think uh, uh there's the sleeping giant there's the uh well the sleeping giant is there. cool because that's like the first one you come across i think it makes a mark on everybody who's probably played the game yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's probably that one just because the, uh, you know, at that point of the game, when you come across it, the whole world of Skyrim is so new to you. Everything feels so fresh and uh, you'll know what I mean. And I'm sure everyone does like your first time um, playing a game or your first time watching a really good show. Like you always love that feeling. Mm-hmm. You can never quite get it back despite how good the game or the show might be. Um so you know what? I'll uh, I'll go with the uh, the sleeping giant. <laughs> That's a solid pick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, we've talked a bit about taverns, a bit about your your process. Hopefully, we'll, everyone will go and check out um, Traveler's Respite and do what I've done and put it on in the background during game night or anything else that's uh, going on, requiring a cozy atmosphere. Are there awesome, any man. other um, projects you're working on and you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's a game that I'm working on right now. It's called Paradox. It's on my itch page. And uh, it was part of the Global Game Jam um, back in end January, uh, beginning of February. <clears throat> and are you familiar familiar with Game Jam? Uh, I am, but go ahead and explain it anyway, because um, I've, I've never thought about it from the musical point of view. I always just think about it as people like, you know, making games over a shorter period of time. So I kind of 
love to hear more about that from the point of view of a composer. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the way this one worked, because uh, with the whole COVID situation, everything was remote. Um, I worked with a couple guys, one of which I had worked before, worked with before. Um, and, you know, they, they contacted me maybe a couple weeks before the game jam. And they're like, hey, um, you know, we're looking for some music. And, you know, he, he knows that I can, uh, that I write music specifically for games. Um, so basically the way it works is that we were given 48 hours um, from Friday evening until exactly 48 hours on Sunday evening. Uh, they kind of call the deadline. And you have that 48 hours to make your game from scratch. Um, I mean, some people would reuse uh, scripts and stuff like that. So you're not building everything completely from scratch. But um, essentially, the game is made start to finish within that 48 hours. Um, from the composer standpoint, I, I honestly, I really like having those time constraints. Because if you told me that I had to write a piece of music in the next six months, I would probably start it in five and a half months. <laughs> But if you tell me that I need to have, um, you know, it's a very short soundtrack, but like, you know, five or six songs done by in 48 hours, I'll be, I'll be working the entire 48. So how does um, that, so do they have the idea going in and then like, as soon as the, the, the gunshot goes off, like you have time to write or do they like email you once it starts and they have the idea and be like, yeah, we need some epic fantasy music or we need some like sci-fi music. How does that work? Yeah, so do you know what? It actually goes both ways. For this one, we actually had a pretty decent plan for Paradox. Um, pretty decent plan for that one. But there's another game called uh, <laughs> Appealing Personality, which is a banana dating simulator that I worked on. And that sounds crazy, but actually uh, Jack Septa guy, he actually did a review on it. It actually blew up somehow. Um, but, uh, you know, that kind of came through at the very last minute. They're like, okay, we're changing the plan. We're going to make a banana dating simulator and we need some crazy music for it. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> I, I managed to to make what I consider to be some decent banana dating music. But um, I mean, yeah, of all the great banana from, dating, you know, compositions of history, you know, I'm sure yours will be will fit right in. <laughs> That's a big genre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, it goes from the you know, paradox where you have the, the best plan, everything's ready to go. And I can kind of actually get started on my music beforehand, just kind of get some ideas fleshed out all the way to, you know, the, the appealing personality where I've got maybe like 24 hours to get everything together and it changes halfway through. So yeah, sometimes it pans out though, like the, that game did. Right. So what's, um, where is paradox and what's kind of the, the next step? Is there a place we can check it out? Definitely. So I have an itch page. Um, I, I guess uh, we could like throw a link to the itch page on the video, whatever you want. Um, but yeah, uh, it's unfinished right now. There is a playable demo of it where you get to play through one of our puzzles. Uh, the puzzle's pretty tricky. Um, obviously, like within that 48 hours, you don't have time to flesh everything out and make like a really polished game. But it does work and there is a puzzle. Um, and if you can beat the puzzle, you actually really get to see what the game is about. Um, but right now it's currently in development, but it's kind of the big one that I'm rooting for right now. Um, the other guys that I'm working on it with, um, they work at a studio here in Halifax. Um, just one programmer and one artist, and then myself, the, the one audio guy. So it's a really um, small, really tight team, but uh, very focused team. So I, I really do have high hopes for the Paradox Project. 
adding more puzzles and, and lots of content. Well, that's very cool. Uh, yeah. Michael Elliott is a game composer. You can check out his work on his website as well as his itch page and his YouTube channel, all of which are linked in the notes. Uh, Michael, thank you again for, for being on the show and telling us about your, your process and your tavern creation. Derek, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Fellow travelers, this has been the Tavern Hunter podcast. For more on the hunt for great fantasy inns and taverns, including game reviews, books, music, and more, please visit our website at tavernhunter.com. Our music is Traveler's Respite, composed by Michael Elliott. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the show.